You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. It's nice to see all of you. It's nice to see Team GU here on the show. I'm Adam. That's Dan. That's Nikki. Uh, Dan, you had a, a pretty low key New Year's Eve. You were saying you and uh, you and the misses. Yeah, yeah. I think the highlight of the night probably had to have been uh, John Mayer from a cat cafe in Tokyo. That probably was the. Uh, <laughs> definitely the highlight of the night which goes to show you just how rocking of a night i had <laughs> yeah the, the clips of that are, are hysterical and then nikki uh you guys stay in uh yes we did um it's hard to you know go hard in the paint when you have a four-year-old um but yeah we stayed in we watched um we watched Chappelle's new stand-up um that oh. just got put on netflix um and then passed out before midnight so yeah i say that actually i got in the bed before midnight but then i stayed up till midnight because i was fully expecting taylor swift to release something <laughs> and was um let down again so um yeah 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 i saw clips of the uh the new Chappelle uh um stand up and i i'm, I'm debating whether or not i want to watch it but i probably will at any rate, uh, we got something special for everyone. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's, right. I mean, it's 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 classic Chappelle, but it's um, in terms of why you're probably avoiding it, it's um, it's better than his last one. We'll put it that way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, this episode uh, hopefully will go through smoothly as opposed to what uh, he was doing in months past. But uh, we got a nice uh, so we got a nice thing for everyone today. Um, so it's a new year, January 1. We're recording this. Uh, we obviously are very excited for some things in the world of golf, not just pro golf, but golf in general uh, for 2024. And so Team GU, we're going to go through some predictions as well as what's in and what's out for 2024. And so well, what's great about this is none of us have any idea what anyone else is going to say. We've not compared lists or anything like that. In fact, I think most of us are still putting our lists together <laughs> as this episode goes on. <laughs> but uh, that's what we're going to do today. And so to kind of kick things off, why don't we go? Uh, we're going to kind of do round robin and we're going to talk through our predictions first, maybe. And then we can also at the end talk about what's in and what's out for 2024, since that seems to be all the rage these days. So um, while you guys are thinking for your about yours, I can kick things off with my first prediction. And uh, Dan, this is the one that I think you and I might have the same thought around these this. But I believe and I predict that Victor Hovland is going to win a major in 2024 is that mm. uh anywhere in the ballpark of yours uh Dan that Housen? was uh that was literally one of my three so yeah i okay. guess i'll just say same and we'll just pass it over to nikki because we both had that same uh first did one. you guys both just put a major or did you put a specific major i just a had major. a major yeah mm, okay um well i'll kind of stay within that same theme one of my predictions was that rory wins a major again um not any specific one um thinking pinehurst actually um mm. but um 
I, I don't want to like put pen to paper with that one, but I'm just going to say that Rory wins another major this year. Um, I actually, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to say this out loud, Uh-oh. but I probably I'm about to, I don't, I don't think he's going to win the masters. Okay. Um, but I do think he's going to win another major again this year. So, All right. but just note if he does win the masters, I still get credit for that because I yes. did say he wins a major. So you do get credit because you showed your work on that one. So we understand. And it's, fine. I did. I showed, I showed my work. <laughs> I, nice. Yeah. It, you know, I think, um, with, with Hovland as well, you know, it, it similar to Rory. I mean, they were both just so uh, playing so well towards the end of the year and really Rory throughout the year. Uh, Victor was more so towards the, the end of it. It would almost be more shocking if those two guys didn't win a major in 2024, just the riding the, uh, the trends that they've been setting uh, towards the end of 2023. So, um, all right, well, that's one prediction. Uh, why don't we do this like also, snake draft? I'll go for it. Well, I also put on there, I typed this out and then I deleted it and then I typed it out and I deleted it again, but I'm going to say it because I feel like it needs to be, I don't have it. I don't have it in print, but I feel like it needs to be out there in the world. Um, I feel like Max Homa is another name that needs to be in that list of is going to win another major or going to win a major this year. Um, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to say which one, I don't know which one, but I feel like, Max Homa is gonna is gonna win one this year. Um, maybe maybe it's the fifth major. Maybe it's the players. <laughs> but but okay. like I think it's <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna see Max Homa with one too. It's pr- probably a safe prediction. Is that your second prediction there? No, no, okay. no. That was it's just not, one. Like beam. I said, I didn't write it down. It's not like. <laughs> It's not, you know, in a in a tablet in the commandments or anything, but right. I am putting it in the universe. I'm manifesting it for him. Nice. Nice. I like that for him. Love that for him, actually. Well, why don't yeah. we uh, do this snake draft style? And Nikki, why don't you now do your second prediction if you've got one? Otherwise, we could. I do. It. And it stays with the same theme. And I actually put pen to paper with this one. I put that Brooks finally wins. Oh, Brooks so, finally because wins he, Masters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that honestly is the main reason why I didn't put the that Rory won this like that he would just won a major because I didn't I had already put the Brooks won the Masters. I just think he's got that like just had a baby magic. Um, he's got that like that live money that and he's feeling good. He's got the he still has the goodwill from the guys on the PGA tour after playing with them in the Ryder cup, like things are just going well for him. And I think we saw how well he played last year in the masters when things were up against him. And so I think he just, now that things are going kind of well, and he's got a little bit of extra, I don't know, like mojo or, you know, like the new baby magic or whatever. I think some of that may help push him over that edge that he may, um, I don't know, maybe that's the thing that he was like missing to get over the, like the curve of not winning. I don't know. The new baby magic. I like that. 
so that we you yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag hey, perspective. <laughs> All right, Dan, your turn. Second prediction. Uh, second prediction is the framework agreement will never actually be signed. It will go away. It will just straight up disappear as if it never that was my happened. second one. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally, I literally have it written down. All right. Well, you go now. My third one is, is along those lines. Um, well, wait, hold on, hold on. Stay with okay. the framework agreement. Why don't you think it's going to yeah. be signed? What, what's your right um, reasoning? Because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, I mean, they they had what uh, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. They had what six, seven months to do it, and in that time, not only has nothing substantial happened, but now uh, Fenway Sports Group, along with a bunch of other professional sports owners in this country, have now essentially pooled all their money together to throw a bid in. And um, yeah, I, I I know that I know that all three parties will tell you that that is not being done because. The framework agreement is in trouble, but guess what? It's being done because the framework agreement um, is in trouble and won't actually end up coming to fruition. So that's my yeah. that's my reasoning behind it. Um, so. I'm, I'm kind of along the same lines with you. I mean, I feel like with this extension that just happened, because I, I also had that as my number two prediction that it will not get signed. I don't see the public investment fund and, and the Saudis uh, acqui acquiescing to anything that the PGA Tour has to say. I mean, uh, Jay Monahan wants something very specific, and that is control. And he's just not going to get that from the public investment fund. And so uh, I don't think the handshake agreement, quote unquote, that, uh, you know, we're not going to poach each other's players anymore. Well, that was clearly out the window when John Rahm went over to Lithgow. And so clearly one side of that conversation is controlling that conversation. And it's not Jay Monahan. And to me, so I feel, to me, the yeah. day that Rom signed was the day that the deal died in my book. Yeah. Is Don McLean still around? He can write a song about that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the day the music the, died. Um, the, the day the, the strategic alignment died or whatever they call correct. it. Correct. Oh, man. If only we knew someone who played guitar and sang Chris McEwen. Where are you at? Come on. <laughs> you can do this. Um. So, yeah, but I think uh, the extension at the end of the year was just a sign, like you were saying, it's a sign of things to come or maybe what's not going to happen. And uh, setting it as the masters, as the new deadline is just kind of a kick to the nuts in a way for for them. I mean, it's like John, John Rahm being the, the defending champion, of course. I mean, it, too many things are lining up where it's like, all right, we are the ones actually in control of this, them being the PIF. Well, like every, I think the reason why they did the Masters too is because, like all of us and like everyone else, they just want to go to the Masters too. So if the framework deal runs out while they're at the Masters, then the PIF can all go there and hang out and get to do their whole Masters experience, and then be like, you know what? Eh, never mind. Right. <laughs> After they've already been there, you know, it's. I mean, hey, how do play on their part? It's it's their guaranteed way to get their uh, get their grounds passes for Augusta National this year. It could be. So they don't have to call Nikki anymore. You know, get out of her DMs, by the way, people. Good lord. <laughs> Jeez, oh, yeah, seriously. She Everyone's can't asking Nikki for tickets. She can't even get us uh, tickets. She's not going to get some no. randos in her DM tickets. Like, let's be real here. I've been saying. I've been, I've saying. been saying. All right. Uh, so we'll go back around this way. My third prediction is a little bit step outside of pro golf. I think it's going to be um, that a uh, 
going off of the rules changes to the golf ball, I think we're going to see the resurrection of an old golf brand. And I think this is a huge opportunity for one of the, I'm talking like, even though Ram golf is around again, say what you're I'm gonna, thinking like, say the brand. I think, I think you're going to say it and I'm going to be so excited if it's what I think you're going to say. Is it Slesinger? Let's bring no, Slesinger back. No. Okay. What were you thinking? Top flight. Oh yeah. Well, top that flight could be actually true. still like they still make, they do. No, no, of... they do. But the top flight once upon a time, Adam, you remember top flight was like the, the brand back in the day. <laughs> John Daly. Well, now it's like the brand. Like if you're going to buy like an introductory set of kids clubs from like mm-hmm. Dick's sporting goods or something, it's it, they're all top flight. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, it's funny. Uh, this is just an opportunity. Someone's going to take view this rule change and the nerfed golf balls as an opportunity for marketing. Be like, look, remember us? Nobody wanted us before, but you come crawling back. And <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen as far as just an old resurrected golf brand is going to pop up at some point. And it is the season with uh, the PGA show around uh, the corner. All right, so, Dan, your time. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nikki. Oh, no, I was going to say, so Slazing, I always pronounce this wrong. Slazinger. Slazinger. Yes. Yeah. I feel like despite the like equipment side of things, they still like dominate the Augusta Pro Shop, though, like they have really? their label is on everything in there. Wow. And maybe not everything. There's they they've gone way more with the Peter Millar stuff now. But um, like they I know if you like are finding vintage master's gear or something like that, they're way more on the apparel side of things. Mm-hmm. So if they are going to have a resurgence, you're probably going to see a lot of um, those like vintage style clothing have a swing back as well. So for sure, just throwing that out there for sure. Yeah. Wow. A little foreshadowing there, too. I think we're all syncing very well today, folks. I'm very proud of this. The three of us, we're all in the same <laughs> mind space. And you'll see what I mean here in a little bit. All right, Dan, your uh, right. your third prediction. So my third one plays off of my second prediction, and that's, and that is that once this framework agreement doesn't actually get signed and dies, I think we are going to see a significant exodus. I don't use the word mass exodus because I don't think it's going to be mass numbers. I say significant exodus because I think that the exodus that we are going to see is going to be some very significant major names. So I don't think mm. I don't think it's going to be like the first time where we're going to see like thirty guys leave, but I think we are going to see another exodus but this time it's going to be not just big names but names that none of us ever thought would go because up until now they have basically flat out said they were not going to go but i think like that who, name them <laughs> name names daniel um name them you know <laughs> Manifest it, Dan. Manifest it. I won't say this. This is not a specific person I think going, but I think we will see some of the Jordan Spieth types very publicly. Not Jordan Spieth specifically necessarily, (laughs) but I think we will see names like that who have very publicly been very pro tour this entire time. I think once this thing dies and they realize that it's never happening, I think we will see names of that ilk and names of Mm. that public uh, support of the PGA tour side will go. 
I'll do you one better. I think we will see at least one player on the current player advisory council board go mm. while he's still an active member. Like he will essentially resign his position, kind of like what Rom did. He will essentially resign his position uh, for the sole purpose of going to live. So how about that? There, there. I will. I'll go that far. I'll say there will one active policy board member will leave to go to live. So well, there Jordan you go. Recently took over for Rory. Yeah. And you I mean, mentioned it could be Jordan types. So are you saying Jordan <laughs> speed? Sure. Why not? Jordan speed. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. I'm writing it down on the, uh, 1620 mark <laughs> on the January 1st, 2024 podcast, Dan Hauser. Jordan speed is going to live. You heard it here first folks. All right, Nikki, your third prediction. All right. Um, funnily enough, um, I think my third prediction is that um, one of us will have to make another public apology video. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm I'm really glad I'm really glad we just had that discourse right before that prediction. <laughs> um, so who knows? Maybe it will have to be to Jordan Spieth. Um, maybe I'll have to make another one to Justin Thomas. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll have to make one to Max Homa for like jinxing him in the majors oh, well, or something. That reminds me because Nikki, the last time we recorded, you weren't on with us. I have to do that right now. I have to give my public apology to you because I did not make the playoffs in our league. And it was 100% because of Jared Goff. So, you know, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll formally officially eat that crow with you on with us now because I did it last episode when you weren't on with us. So now that you are here, um, I missed the playoffs and it was 100% because of Jared Goff. <laughs> well, there you go. See? <laughs> yeah. See, she doesn't, she doesn't even have to say a thing. She's like, I, nope. I told nope. you. Yeah. No. Oh, all yeah. right. So, so that's my third and final prediction is, um, one of us, probably me, <laughs> will have to make another public <laughs> apology video. Fair enough. Well, there you have it, folks. Those are our three predictions, each of us. Um, I think that we we went conservative, but I think some of these, if not all of them, are probably going to happen. Um, as far as what's in and what's out. So, Nikki, you know, you are our uh, our pop culture uh, ear to the ground here as far as the ins and outs. How does this work? Because I, I have a good idea of how this works. But uh, why don't you let us know as far as what's in and what's out for 2024? Yeah. So, I mean, ins and outs, I think people are just doing like, instead of making resolutions and being like, I want to lose 20 pounds and I want to um, stop eating sugar and I want to go to the gym four days a week and like that boring. Like, mm -hmm. no, we're just doing like things that we're going to do more of this year and things that we're going to do less of like, mm -hmm. and so things that are in things that are like on trend things that are in for this this year and then things that are totally out things that we're going to stop doing things that are just you know things that give you the ick now whatever yeah. the whatever the kids are saying um <laughs> so um i mean i wrote down all the minor golf themed like i didn't go the pop culture route you know i've got my okay. like personal list of some that i'm you know doing but like that I was writing late last night, you know, and my first one was like, you know, outs, like the hiccups, because uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> those, those are the words. I had, to, 
Yeah, they are. They're the worst. And I had them a lot. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to really tackle those in 2024. <laughs> like, I don't want to keep getting those a lot. Like, I got to I gotta take my Amazaprol more religiously <laughs> so that I can stop getting the hiccups. Um, I just had to refill a prescription for that. Good Lord. What's happening yeah. to us? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah. I mean, they can be, like, as simple as that. But they can be, you know, as big as, like, you know, things that are out are, like, you know, negative attitude or like being mm. impatient while driving, you know, things like that. Um, so, but I, I wrote down mine for this episode for like focus mine on things for like golf. All right. All right. Well, why don't you kick us off with an example of one? And I think that'll give me and Dan a little bit more time. <laughs> I've got one. Right okay. Here. So I've got for, one. I've got um, one right for my, for my first one, I just did three for each. Um, so for my first one, for my first in, um, I put learning how to gamble. Um, mm. Specifically on, I guess, for golf, but like just <laughs> in general. Um, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know anything about anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you wanted to say. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> she's, she's an Ozark fan. I know what she wanted to say. <laughs> um, I don't like, I, I don't, I mean, I, Adam will send over and be like, hey, I put this parlay together. What do you guys think? And I'm like, yep, sure. Sounds great. And, but that's, I mean, I, I don't understand what, I don't understand what like the plus and the minus means, no matter how many times Adam explains it. I don't get it. I don't get what, and like my husband has tried to explain it to me too. And what the difference between the money line versus like a spread. And I know that there are people listening to this going, wow, she's an idiot. And, no. but I just don't, I don't get it. Like if I just want to, to me, if I want to place a bet, I'm like, yeah, I bet that this team will win hooray. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I bet that like this person will win this tournament. Like, and I, I understand like the nuances too of like, I bet that this person will win this tournament by this many strokes, but like, mm -hmm. I don't understand the like, Oh, they're favored by X amount of whatever, or they're like, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I want to understand that better so that when, people come out and say like, oh, his odds are this. I'm like, what? <laughs> so also this may give more context here. Math in general, just <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm, I'm terrified for my kid to get into like elementary school level math because I'm going <laughs> to, that's going to be, I'm going to hit my limit. You know, like we hit like <laughs> multiplication tables. We hit like long division. I'm going to be like, you know what? It was nice. It was nice being able to help you with your homework. We're going to have to hire a tutor. Sorry. So mommy's mommy can only take us so far. This yep. is done. You know what? Well, I can help. Uh, why don't I keep helping you with reading and right. spelling and go ask your father for math. So <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. You want to be a gambling girly. I love it. That's, yeah. That's what, well, you've maybe, got to... maybe make some money, maybe lose all of our money and have to sell our home. Who knows? You know, that's <laughs> she's already got the right mindset. <laughs> that's right. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. 
The Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Sunday Golf. Let's face it, golf bags are a dime a dozen right now, but Sunday Golf offers different models and lightweight bag options for any golfer, no matter the course or number of clubs that you prefer to carry. I personally use the 14-club Ryder 23 bag as my everyday gamer, but I also have a 6-club Loma bag for my practice sessions and casual weekend rounds. You'll love Sunday Golf's casual take on the game, including their golf bags, apparel, and accessories. Be sure to visit sundaygolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Let's face it, when you go out and play golf, you probably don't eat and drink very well. Well, a couple hot dogs, a few beers, yeah, we get it. Sharp Focus Nutrition replaces all of that with a systematic way to not only stay replenished throughout your round, but to also improve your game in doing so. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn about their system. Let them know that we sent you. Pick up a system right now, sharpfocusnutrition.com. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Dan, do you got an in or an out? Um, yeah, I guess my, um, I, I, my out, I guess would be, um, Nike golf. Hmm. Hmm. Cause it would appear that yeah. they're literally on the way out. Um, I know <laughs> that's a, it's a easy one, but that was the first one I came up with, with from the literal sense, the, um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, that's, that's all I've got so far. <laughs> yeah, Nike, Nike is definitely on the way out and, um, it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, you know, everyone's thinking of tiger, what he's going to wear. And we've talked about it even on our social media channels, you know, is he going to have his own brand? Chances are probably, um, I have, uh, kind of going off of one of my predictions related to the rule changes. I think what's going to be in is just an insufferable amount of retro golf clubs. You're going to see people I have that too, actually buying yeah. gear, golf gear on, on marketplace and eBay is hundred percent, hundred percent marketplace, eBay. Uh, you're going to let it go, whatever. You're going to see a lot of persimmons. You're going to see some old school blades. You're going to see all of this just because people are going to just embrace it. And I'm not against it, uh, but we're going to see it everywhere. I think in 2024, it's going to be the new in thing. And I know that we've even seen some brands already that have started doing that. I mean, even Macklemore with his, Bogey Boys, there's a name that you don't think we'd ever mention on this podcast, but Macklemore, uh, he went with that whole uh, shtick. So, yeah, we're going to see more of that. And I'm talking clothing. Basically, Chris McEwen's entire wardrobe is what I think we're going to see <laughs> in 2024. But see, I think I think it's going to go a step further than that in terms of like buying a lot more of it and like seeing a lot more of it being sold. I think it's going to go a step further than that and like kind of how you mentioned with like the the bogey boys brand embracing it and now granted they embraced it prior to the rollback a little bit but like seeing more brands kind of embrace the like vintage vibe even outside of like the equipment in general but like with the 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 clothing and even some like instagram accounts and stuff popping up that just like showcase those um kind of more vintage or older like clothing yeah. or equipment or whatever you know that they can like i don't know accounts that kind of cater towards collecting that kind of stuff Correct. i think yeah. you're gonna see more of that pop up too you uh you pointed me in the in the direction of a cool website that will remain nameless right now because we don't want everyone to go there but it's a really <laughs> cool place <laughs> 
there's several like that that are that are starting oh. to to pop up that are um like they they go and collect vintage gear and then they kind of showcase it on their social media profiles and and that's kind of their their whole thing is you know how can we showcase this vintage golf mm-hmm. gear yeah i think we should just bring back cigarette advertisements that's what i really want to be in just cigarettes <laughs> Can we have? Can we bring cigarettes back to golf? Oh, that was when things were the best, in my opinion. IMO, but what do I know? Hmm. Uh, okay. Dan, you got anything else on your ins or outs? I'm trying to think. Um... <laughs> I love what we've, we've said: gambling and cigarettes. <laughs> and you no said cigarettes. Don't put don't put we in there. You said cigarettes. Um, no we. What do you got? A mouse in your pocket? No, there's no we. Um, I, I think another thing that we're going to literally see, I think another out of the literal sense, um, is, uh, more sponsorships of tour events. Uh, we saw Honda at the end mm-hmm. of the year last year, uh, and their sponsorship with very, the longest sponsorship to be exact, um, as the tour continues to privatize themselves and they continue to pass the expenses on to the tournaments and the, Title sponsors, I think we're going to see more title sponsors just say, I'm out and move on. And as a result, the tour is going to have to then take over running more of these events. So I think out will be title sponsors. Cue the I... Elon Musk meme. Go F Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I actually have one that goes with that, though. Like, And as as title sponsors leave and we have like your big names kind of go out and you have like your Wells Fargo's go out. I think something that's going to be in is going to be like, it's going to go more towards like the college football bowl games. It's going to be more Mm. like ridiculously sponsored uh, golf tournaments. Like you're going to have like the pop-tart bowl. If Duke's Mayo sponsors a PGA tour event, they should immediately award that tournament major status. I don't even care what tournament it is, but and then, of course, the winner on the 18th green needs to be doused in mail. Yeah, but I think, like, because they're losing these big sponsors, they're going to have no choice but to go with these kind of what we deem as silly brands. But, I mean, they're still they're still massive brands that have a mm-hmm. big wad of cash. And But I think, I think what happened recently with the Pop-Tart Bowl and <laughs> the insane, like marketing that they did but the insane like viralness of that like ending where the pop tart went down in the toaster and then sacrificed himself mm-hmm. for the you know <laughs> so <laughs> it did massive tv numbers too that was the most watched bowl game so far of the bowl season now granted uh-huh. we're going to get into the playoff games today but like people were super into it beyond just social media like people were probably watching that game strictly because there was a dancing pop tart on top of a giant toaster <laughs> with like flames coming out of it, looking like a Taylor Swift concert. And it was a bowl game. <laughs> yep. So I would not be yeah. surprised if one that led to the resurgence of gold boy, at the players, um, <laughs> because go. of like the, the mascot popularity kind of, you know, and because of how much people complained last year, the gold boy wasn't there, but two, it led to more of these like tournaments heading into the like, okay, we can, because we need brands, we need money. Let's pull in these like Wendy's 
or mm-hmm. Burger King or Duke's Mayo or whoever. And, you know, like people, people love the Sanderson farms because their mask, like the mascot or the trophy is a chicken. And like, mm-hmm. that's, and a team I think, too. yeah, I think, I think the tour could benefit off of that. And I think someone in that office is seeing it and is trying to like raise their hand and be like, excuse me, I have an idea um, whether or not they get heard. Who knows? But I think, I think we'll see at least a little bit of that. I think we'll see at least one dumb mascot um, at a, at a tournament this year. I mean, the, the Duke's Mayo classic already sounds like a nineties tournament, like the same way, like, like the Bell South classic. Like the Bell South yeah. or like the when they had the Buick or the, the Disney one, like the Duke's Mayo Classic. It also the Duke's Mayo Classic also sounds like um a tournament played in a non-licensed golf video game that you can't actually use any of the real <laughs> names for, but like that's fine too. Like lean into it at this point. <laughs> yeah. Wendy's, uh, by the way, was the most stable relationship I ever had in college. She's just she, that was that was it. I would go there all the time. Nikki didn't like that. Um, that, four for, that so, four for four, though. Yeah. That four for four, that four for four yeah, kept me alive. Best, best thing. Um, all right. Uh, those are good. I, I've got one more out. And I think we've already been kind of seeing this throughout social media. But I think what's going to be out is just watching pro golf in general. And men's I'm, I'm thinking golf. men's pro golf. And I think it's what's going to be is uh, not only seen with less TV screens showing it. But I wonder if attendance on site will suffer at all. I'm not ready to say that it will. I think that uh, for those uh, communities where these tournaments are held, it's super important, of course, for all the good reasons. But uh, I wonder if the for the men's side, if uh, fans taste in it has soured enough where maybe the majors are the only ones that we see those huge galleries. So uh, more to come on that, I think. But here's where I will we'll say see. that I think attendance, I think attendance will suffer actually in one way because as we've been reading with these changes, once again the the tournaments themselves are now going to be more on the hook more, more financially responsible for the running of the tournament, which they've already admitted will mean less money to these charitable organizations. And so one way for these tournaments to be able to still give the money that they want to to their charities is they're going to have to raise prices. They're going to have to raise Mm -hmm. ticket prices to get in. They're going to have to raise concession prices when you're there. They're going to have to raise. So, because the money's going to have to come from somewhere. And so I think specifically at these non elevated events, now you're going to ask the fans to pay more and to pay more for a lesser product, because you're going to ask them to pay Mm -hmm. more to see more of the rank and file guys. And that's where I think you will see attendance falter. Uh, because people are just not going to want to pay more for less. And then even at those elevated events, because they're elevated events, I think you'll see these tournaments charge premium pricing now, um, which also will likely price out some of your more average um, golf fan or that family of four now that was going when they were 20 bucks a ticket. And now you're going to charge 50 a ticket. And so they're going to say, I can't afford that. You know, So I actually do think we're going to see attendance drop because these tournaments are going to be more financially responsible and they're not going to want to disappoint their sponsors or not their sponsors, I'm sorry, their charities. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have to figure out a way to get more money. And and I think that's where we're going to see it. And I think it's going to end up ultimately um, causing people to stay away. 
the heritage is a great example of that because there are um my my in-laws had a place in Hilton Head for several years and there are people who live on the island and who would go to that tournament every single year and this past year because it was an elevated event um they those ticket prices went uh, i mean they skyrocketed and you know Crazy. yeah there are places in Hilton Head that are expensive and they're they're bougie and those people can't afford the tickets but there's places on the island that aren't like that and there were people mm-hmm. who went every single year and they would take their families and it would be a family event and they advertised that tournament as a family event um mm-hmm. and they people weren't able to go but they still needed that money because it was an elevated event and like you said the the heritage also they they do a lot to advertise for the charities that they like are a part of too. And they had to use a lot of those um, ticket raised prices for those charities. And so it was, there was a lot of complaining too, because Hilton Head's a small Island. They don't have Uber, they don't have um, Lyft. And so there's only a very limited amount of like rental cars you can get on the Island too. So you know, you have all these people flying in to go to this elevated event into the tiny Savannah airport. And like, mm-hmm. it just, it makes it very difficult. So there, there's a, not a lot of um, logistics in terms of thinking of the tournament itself and the, like you mentioned, the the places where the tournaments are um, that, that makes it difficult. So For yeah, sure. I think yeah. attendance would definitely be something that... Well, I mean, I went uh, ticket prices in general at venues are in, absurd. I mean, I went to the the black. You guys know I went to the Blackhawks game the other night, and it, we we were up there. We were like way up in the three hundred level, and they were still one hundred and fifty dollars a piece. I mean, that's absurd. They, back in the day, it was you know one hundred and fifty for three tickets. You know, and I'm not talking I, too I spent, too much in the past. I spent way too much money seeing John Mayer down here uh, at the Hard Rock, and mm-hmm. we were sitting up in the three the three hundred level, and I was still like. I mean, it was worth it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, man, five, ten years ago, what I paid would have had me like on John Mayer's lap, and now I'm sitting like way up top, you know. So, yeah, it's it's absurd. Well, uh, my wife is messaging me on what I want from Popeyes for lunch. <laughs> so <laughs> if I look distracted, there we go. Um, yeah, not all heroes wear capes, folks. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Shout out Will Bardwell. Um, <laughs> anything else? Anyone else got any ins or outs for uh, 2024? Nikki's we know Nikki's got had, one more. I only had one more in and mine was um like uh more mergers, more collabs, more mm-hmm. um more like um maybe like cross gender or like cross sports events. Mm-hmm. Um we've seen uh some of that already in some of the like the match that they've done and um the the Netflix cup thing that they did um where they did the the F1 and the the mm-hmm. golf thing but like um I think I think there needs to be and I've been saying this for years and years and years and years I think there needs to be in Augusta the par 3 should be men's and women's um mm-hmm. if they don't want to make the Wednesday par 3 that then there needs to be one of those days in the two weeks that they have stuff going on down yep. there they need to have men's and women's something combined um 
And I've been saying it for a very long time. Who knows if it'll ever happen, but if it doesn't happen in Augusta, I think it should be happening somewhere. So, yeah. you know, you're here to that. I agree. Completely. We, we have, we have one pretty big in for us personally at GU too. I don't know if, uh, either oh, you that's want right. to go that route, but we, we have a pretty big in the new in. Yeah. Well, uh, Trevor Reese is in on the, uh, the team for golf and filtered now. And unfortunately he wanted to be here today, but unfortunately he is puking out. Uh, in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's in the, we're, we're thinking of you. He, he caught a stomach bug. He's, his tummy hurts, but he's being really brave about it. And <laughs> we, um, we, we think nothing, uh, but the best of him and he's going to be contributing here, uh, probably every so often on the show as well, but, uh, primarily, uh, via written content. But, uh, that's a big in for us and we're happy to have Trevor, uh, on board. He's, uh, I know Dan, you and he have uh, worked together. I know he and I have worked together. Nikki, have you met Trevor before? No, I haven't. I mean, other than just over social media and, and texting and stuff. So, no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool guy. Cool guy. Uh, Dan, what can we expect from Trevor? You've worked uh, probably closest with him. Yeah. No, he, he and you can uh, talk bad about him. He's not here. So, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, right now, um, <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's great with the written word. Um, I think it's, I'm, I'm super excited to see what, uh, what he what he writes and what he brings um i thoroughly enjoyed reading his work when uh when when him and i were, were doing some stuff together so um you know as if as if the three of us aren't a big enough group of sarcastic bunch and i'll keep it pg <laughs> and just say sarcastic bunch uh he'll fit right in with us so he 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 um his 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 line of humor uh, definitely lines up with with us here at, at, at gu yeah. so i think uh, i think it's going to be a, a great fit and i'm excited to uh see what he brings absolutely virginia tech fan if i remember right yeah well and, you know uh, listen we all can't be perfect but that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> fair enough all right folks well that's uh gonna wrap it up for today uh the first episode of 2024 thanks to all of you of course for the many years that you've uh, paid attention to golf unfiltered obviously you continue to make this fun for all of us to do and we hope that we can reciprocate with you uh, and making fun content throughout the year. So stay tuned to that for uh, what? Stay tuned for that. <laughs> wow, I'm tired, guys. Uh, but yeah, we'll look forward to big things here in uh, 2024. On behalf of Dan, on behalf of Nikki, thanks so much. And uh, be sure to follow us everywhere at Golf Unfiltered on social. Until next time, folks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.